Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business with your hosts, Chris Natalie and Nick Michaels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cosmic Voice. This is Season 2, Episode 6. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. What's up, everybody? And I am Mick Michaels. Stand up and applaud, please. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gone to my head. I'm not sure what it is, but something. Could be that migraine. I'm not sure, but <laughs> anyway, hello, people. Welcome back. Stripe it's all that stars and stripes. Yeah, because you really don't know what's in here. And man, I'm putting that stuff away like you wouldn't believe. Thank you, thank you in the green room. So how you doing, pal? What's going on with I'm you? Doing nothing, man. I'm doing good, bro. Doing good. As um, you know, we just were just getting through this huge <laughs> snowstorm. You know that sucked. I did have a day off though. I was kind of excited because I, you know, my business because I'm in the freight business. It never stops. But right. uh, Monday they kept me home, so I was kind of excited about that. But yeah, uh, you know. Back to normal stuff starting to melt. Yeah, I don't care what that dumb groundhog says. Spring is coming. It's it, it's coming sooner than later. Well, the snow is already starting to melt. Listen, it's either six weeks more winter, or in six weeks it'll be spring. It's the same thing. Six of yeah. one, half a dozen the other, and that's <laughs> how goofy we are that we put our <laughs> trust in a rodent <laughs> who's domesticated, who's got the better <laughs> deal, him or us. Okay, because I'm saying to myself, hey, listen, how was he going to get out of a foot and a half of snow? And up in Puxatawney, wherever the hell that is in Pennsylvania, I'm sure they got a lot more. Yeah, you dude, seriously, bro. You know they got... Hey, listen, a side note, did you ever see the movie Groundhog Day? Oh, absolutely. I just watched it the other night at 2.30 in the morning on Flicks. Did you ever see or read about the time span that that movie is supposed to take place? Yeah, it's from like the it's like sixty eight years or something like that. Oh, you so you heard okay because I heard ten years, but I I did know that there was conflicting reports. Yeah. I wanted to see if you because you do a lot of reading yeah. too, so I wasn't sure the, what you had heard. So yeah, you had heard six years. Yeah, I heard. Well, the, the way they did the math, there's a couple real good YouTube videos out there. They break it down because when you see the full version, like because a lot of times if you see it on TBS, you know, they take a lot of things out. But he learned how to play the piano. He learned how right. to speak another language. He learned how to ice sculpt. And what they did was is they took the average time that it would take a student from beginner to the efficiency that he demonstrated. Yeah. And yeah. then how many lifetimes and what he got to do. And, you know, I mean, them first 10 years, man, he was giving it to all the women in the in the joint. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure he even hit some of the old bangers there. Why not? What the hell? Because he that could. Out, right? You know what I mean? Why not? And some of them a couple times. I mean, I don't know. You know, he could. So anyway, my point is, is they did all that math. These smart people, you know, and that's why we watch the video. And they, they came up with somewhere it was like it repeated like it was sixty some years. Now really? I could be okay. Yeah, something like that. It was some and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I think if I remember one article that I read, the producer writer of that movie kind of pretty much confirmed that that it was this it, span of yes, time. Huge span yeah. of time for him to really develop this thing, you know. And then, you know, watching the movie, of course, I never really thought much about it. You know, I just figured, oh, he's got time and time. He keeps just doing this and doing this. And then, like, really recently, probably within the past well, week or two, because we were coming up on Groundhog Day, 
But I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about the movie and they were talking about the writer and they're like, you know, how long did you think one of the hosts asked the other host, how long do you think of a time span this went? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like it couldn't be that long. And he said, oh, t- I, I, he said, I think I read 10 years. And I'm like, what? And then they broke it down like you just did. And I was like, oh, my God, I never really thought of it that way. And even the guy on the podcast said that there's a couple different things you could read and see where it tells you. So one guy says 100 years. You, you know, you said you heard 68. One guy says 10. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I had yeah. no idea when I saw uh, the movie. Yeah, there's, you know, actually the bigger mystery in the movies is really how long was Luke training to be a Jedi before he faced Darth Vader? <laughs> when I was a kid, I said, man, he did like three days. I can do that. Three days, I'm going to be a Jedi. That's why people went nuts. They figured, oh, my God. But now they say that it could have possibly have taken the Millennium Falcon nine months to get to Bespin with a broken hyperdrive. So that he may have spent nine months with Yoda. Two days, nine months. I I don't know, still. I mean, I could do it in nine months, I guess, too. I mean, but I don't know. Well, I mean, if you look at the Star Wars canon that even... We have at this point in our lives, like it, it's you know, it's it's hundreds of years. Like it goes on for you know forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it, it totally could have been a couple months, a year, two years that he was with Yoda. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Although they never age, but yeah. you know, you don't think of that then. I know, but and, you know, the other thing too is if you break this down in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, that means in essence it's happened in our past. It's not the yes. fu- it's not the yes. future. That's why George right. Lucas it's, always said it's not really science fiction, but science fantasy. Right, right. Right, because yeah, it right, wasn't right, right. about that, because it actually happened in the pa- our past, their future, their yes. present, however you want to look at it. Yes, 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 yes. So. Wow. Nothing to do right. with music, now, but there you go. <laughs> now we're a movie podcast. Now we're a movie podcast. <laughs> the Cosmic Front Row. <laughs> Who's Siskel? Who's Ebert? Who cares? Pass me the goobers, please. <laughs> I'm over raising that guy, but I'm with you. I love the goobers. The goobers and popcorn and mix all that together. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, salt yeah, and sweet, baby. Salt Little sweet. salt and sweet. Yep. That's what I am. I'm salt and sweet, baby. <laughs> huh? Some people are salt and pepper. I'm salt and sweet. <laughs> Boy. Okay. So we got a question from David, and David asks us, what are three things you wish someone told you when you were first starting out as an artist? What are three things you wish someone had told you when you were first starting out as an artist, or in a band, or in the business, however you want to say it. I'll, I'll expand there to give you some, uh, some leeway. What do you think, buddy? What are them top three things you wish somebody told you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is... Don't do me, it! <laughs> yeah, run! Pick up a book! <laughs> Stay in school! <laughs> Go to college! Be a thinker, not a stinker! Um, I think for me, the one thing is that... I wish someone would have said, listen, you're not going to be the David Lee Roth rock star that you're going to hope to be. But I feel like when I look back and I, and I look back with, with, you know, I, I definitely don't regret anything I did. I, I look back and, and I'm very pleased and very blessed with what I did. But I feel like because I had that dream, I feel like I made a lot of missteps that 
I probably shouldn't have, you know, and, and this whole thing's a learning experience. We're still learning, but I wish someone would have just said, Hey man, listen, relax, enjoy it. You're not going to be the day, you know, you're not going to be selling out stadiums like Van Halen. So relax, take it in and go with it. And you're going to be happy in the end anyway. And, and, you know, at this point in my career, I am completely thrilled and blessed of what I've done. I definitely don't regret anything. But the one thing I do wish is that, you know, there, I spent so many years, like, after a gig or, or, you know, after a milestone, whether we released a record or whatever it was, that I didn't enjoy it because I was constantly thinking about the next thing to do. You know, I wanted to m- take that and get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and, and just be the world's hugest rock star. And I didn't enjoy those little moments. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could go back and enjoy those little moments. I do. There are a lot of things I look back and finally remember, but because I was so like, I gotta be the next big thing that I, I missed a lot of it. And yeah. I wish I didn't. You know, oh, I I would agree with you on that one. I I've been guilty of that myself. Even in more modern times, there's been things because you know they tell you, and business strategy is is you got to build on. There's some good momentum. Let let's take that. Let's build on that, right? And that's yeah. and yeah. in today's market, especially you are you're hammering away. It's like okay, well, because you're only as good as the promotion you have going on. Because once it's right. over, it's tough. And so we've right. all been there. That is a learning process. We're still learning. I'm still learning to enjoy those moments, kind of get more into the now because, you know, tomorrow hasn't happened yet. Right. Right. So. And, you know, back then, little did we know that, you know, what's the percentage, Mick? 2% of artists become famous, uh, you know, maybe 3 4%. I think it's probably even less now than it was back yeah. then. And, you know, I, that's one thing I wish I would have known. I, w- I would have been like, ah, all right, that's cool. So, you know, I'm not going to try for the 2%, but I'm going to get to the 10%, you know what I mean, or yeah. the 20%, you know, it's, and, and miss a lot because I was trying to get to that 2%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, today, you know, and you bring up a good point. Like today, the numbers can be higher in terms of famous, and famous now has a long list of of right. adjectives, right? What does that mean? How right. you know so what? But it's disposable fame. It happens. It, yeah. I mean, the one hit wonder type of thing is it's cross the board now, not just in in music, but it's yeah, you know, in TV and movie, and and I think that's why a lot of us kind of kept pushing 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 because the reality of it is i think maybe in the back of our heads deep down inside we know it fades very fast yeah yeah um yeah and it doesn't take you very long in the business to realize how fast it goes you know you're only as good as the promotion that you you have going on so if you got this big show coming on up until the point that the show's about to happen there's all this excitement and then when the show's over Nobody cares anymore, right? Your promotion stops. You can't, you know, Mm -hmm. there is some little, you know, oh, here's some pictures from it or, you know, thank you very much. And maybe you can get another week out of it a little bit, you know, for the people that missed it. Hey, that's fantastic. It's a quickly phase because remember, Andy Warhol said that in the future, actually what he said was in the future, everyone's going to experience 15 minutes of fame, right? Yeah. Maybe he was somebody from the future and came back. He was kind of warning us. But really, places like Facebook, early MySpace, whatever we have, creates that opportunity for that 15 minutes of fame. Now, it's not 15 minutes like per se, you know, like there's the clock ticking. 
But the clock is ticking, and that 15 minutes could be a year, could be a month, could be just that one day, whatever the case may be. Most of us don't really get to enjoy it because it happens so fast. Mm-hmm. And part of that yeah. may be the individual's fault, and part of that may be just the way things are set up, right? And I've been seeing a lot of people say, especially after 2020, what we've learned is, you know, the old saying, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yep, that's right. You know, and it's looking like, you know, there's going to be more of it this year. <laughs> that we yep. don't know what we got until it's gone. It's going to be gone for almost two years. That's that's, yeah. that's a long time. It's, it is. Like, it's like time keeps going, but we've, in a sense, many of us have just been halted. Yeah. And we're hoping, yeah. well, listen, we're hoping, I'm hoping that I can, you know, that I'm not creaking that bad, that I can actually get back into, you know, being on the road again and all. I'm, you know, I don't know. That's, that's tough. It's tough. And that's, that's the thing, right? Like we, you know, you and I both, like we were so busy playing gigs and traveling and doing all these things. And then at least me, I can't speak for you, but like for me, like I was always going, all right, what's next? Okay. We got oh, yeah. New York next. Oh, you know, we're traveling oh, yeah. to the night, you know, we're going overseas next month. And then, you know, and then you're in it and then it's over. Yep. And now I sit back and go, man, that went so fast. And I go, my God, I, I wish I would have taken those moments. Right. You know, oh, yeah. kind of realize that, you know, in 2020, 20, moving into 2021, there was going to be nothing going on. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. How about you? Which one of the things you uh, wish? Uh... Well, this question came in over the weekend and I had started to think about it. So when I jotted the three down, they were kind of like a continuation. And in essence, they probably seem a little salty. But <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no sweet <Not> here. <laughs> I'll try to end sweet, but I'm going to go into the salty mood. Actually, I think that and remember this, that positivity review we just got. <laughs> <laughs> I remember try. And I was thinking about it earlier today. Got to be uplifting. Anyway, <laughs> I think that when I started, if someone told me that being an artist was way different than being in the business. Oh, yeah. Right. Because. There was no thinking that we weren't going to make it. Of course we're going to make it. People would go, yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Somebody's going to just pluck us out and we're going to go, you know. We had no concept of what that meant and how it was going. We just figured someone all of a sudden someone was going to show up at the garage and not, hey, guys. Yep. I was walking by the AMP and mini market and uh, (laughs) I heard you. I got the papers here and tickets. Can you leave today? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, because somebody said to me, when did you know you wanted to be in the business? Right. Because I, I, I did an interview about a week and a half ago. And someone said their question was, when did you know you wanted to be in the business? And I said, I didn't. I go, I never knew that I wanted to be in the business. I go, I knew I wanted to play. You right. know what I mean, I go, if I entered the door and they were handing out bottles of Vaseline, I go, I, maybe the, it would have piqued my interest and go, <laughs> wait a minute. Why are they giving me Vaseline here? I don't my windows aren't sticking. Okay, (laughs) so, you know what I mean? So I thought that, hey, I play guitar, I write songs, I'm in a band, I'm going to perform. That's the business. Yeah, that's not the business, man. And and it's and it's like a rude awakening. And you're kind of bummed out. And you're like, well, wait a minute. You know, I'm just trying to be in a band. Yeah, you're trying to be in a band. So. That's that's my. I don't know if you want to go back and forth. One for me, one for you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, two that's for fine. me, one two for you. <laughs> huh? Whatever you want. To do. That's fine. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Okay, so you give me number two. 
You are listening to The Cosmic Voice with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. My number two would be, because uh, you had presented this question to me the other day, and, and like yourself, I had been kind of thinking about it. I wish somebody would have said, hey, listen, years and years from now, there's going to be this thing called social media and a digital age. Bands are going to end up being responsible for their own stuff in terms of, you know, back in the day, we were under the impression that, you know, you get on the radio or, you know, you get signed and then you become big. You know, that was the impression we were under. Well, now, as you and I have spoken in the past, you know, now we're on season two, that if your business model is smart, you don't need anybody else but yourself. I mean, you know, there's always those things for extra little help or, you know, people that know people and that's great. But in this age, in this day and age, bands just need each other. Like they just need to work and get it out there. And we're in such an age where everything is at the click of a button and your popularity is up to you. It depends on how hard you want to work. I wish someone would have told me that eventually bands are just going to be bands that you don't really need the you don't really need a lot of the outside stuff you could kind of do a lot of it on your own yeah i found that as i reflected over the years of what i did didn't do was involved in as a artist early on relied on other people um, simply because of my age and again because I just figured I was going to play and that, you know, I mean, there was things that I just didn't take. Like we take the moments for granted. There was things that in the business that you just Mm -hmm. take for granted that like, again, as a new person being green, you just figured they would come about. They would just kind of miraculously appear because you just didn't know the ins and outs of it. So I, I get what you're saying. Listen, the digital age was starting long before people were really kind of, discussing it more terms mainstream they were starting to use that digital stuff in the 70s but it didn't take as well um there was still you know in the 80s you know mutt lang was using some of this stuff for Def leopard and bands he was working with however it was labor intensive so people continued to do it you know the other way but this is exactly where the artists wanted to be that they they fought for they wanted that independence that freedom and uh, some of them were caught with their pants down because they weren't prepared for it. Okay, you got it. There you go. Right. And then they would go, right. well, now what do I do? You know, because yeah. I do speak to some veteran artists. You know, I get to interview them. And there's still a lot of them that are living the old way. And they expect certain things and mm-hmm. that they don't have to do because, again, they're the talent. You know, there's that joke right, right, that I also right. have to, you know, I got to kind of do with you because it's in your contract. We got to keep the talent happy. You know what I mean? So I knew you were going to say that. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> I was giving you a little head start there. You were. I just knew where this was going. So, you know what I mean? There's still some of that. But like what you're saying is is now, I mean, because there, it's this is a new business. It's a new model. It's a new world. It's a new artist. And right. a lot of us, you know, I mean, I know I had to learn it. I had to take the time, and, and I made a lot of the mistakes early on with the uh, with the digital, you know, not understanding the, um, you know, the sound quality and what was this and that and the other thing. And, yeah. Know, so it's, it's time-consuming. But, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Which actually kind of leads into my number two, that not everybody is on the same page or has your best interest at heart. 
if no, somebody yeah, told me that yeah. early on. Because again, you know, I mean, you're four or five guys in a band. Everybody's looking to be on MTV. You know, we figure we're all doing the same thing. And, and really, that doesn't necessarily mean third parties, people outside of your circle. That means even people inside your circle. Not everybody mm-hmm. has the same agenda. They don't have the same mm-hmm. goals, right? Long-term, short-term, you know, whatever. One of the things that I, I guess... It's not so much of regret in a way. Maybe it could be. It depends on how you look at it. That I did not go to L.A. back in 88, 89, 90 when the opportunity was kind of sitting there. I let other people make that decision for me. Mm-hmm. Again, that goes back to not everybody has your best interest at heart or, right. you know what I mean, is on the same page with you. And mm-hmm. there could be different reasons. Some people shy away from taking the challenge some people shy away from success some people self-sabotage themselves some people are just scared of success yeah absolutely i mean listen i I, not to say that i i haven't been scared of things that i've done and and um and all i mean petrified you know terrified with some things i mean because but i got to a certain point in my life it's like i realized i'd be more disgusted and disappointed and afraid not to have tried it now yes. i'm not talking no corn if something's life-threatening right that's a different yeah, story yeah, i'm talking about yeah, but like yeah. in this business listen you're either going to do it or you don't do it at least if you're mm-hmm. going to do it and you fail it's a good story to tell and i got yeah, plenty of yeah, them yeah got yeah, plenty yeah, of them right. baby plenty of them <laughs> so that's something that i wish somebody told me early on because like i said i i put my trust in people that i thought were somebody or something different and not realizing again if someone told me number one that being an artist is different than being in the business i would have maybe realized that sooner so see how these kind of built upon each other yeah yeah oh yeah and they're a bit of the salty vein (laughs) (laughs) all right what do you got for number three pal my number three is, I wish someone would have said, you know that bucket list you got? You'll get there. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Just enjoy it. You'll get there. You'll be able to check everything off. It may not be the way you expect it to be. It never is. But when you have it, it'll be the way you wanted it to be. Yeah. Oh, and just true. enjoy it. You will get there. It's not going to be easy, but you will get there. I didn't get to go to L.A. in 88, 89, 90, right? Like when so many people did. It just, you know, for whatever reason. However, 30 years later, I did. And I've gone there multiple times now and played up and down the West Coast. And I wound up playing the Rainbow um, several times. I played the Whiskey. I got there. That was a deep bucket list. Um, it was all rusty and stuff like that. And some things had fallen out cause you know, the bottom got a hole in it. So, but that, I guess that one stayed in, it stuck to the wall somehow. It was a long road. It was a long <laughs> road. All three of yours kind of have a similar theme too. Oh, totally have a yeah. similar. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Ha- yeah. 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 Right, and my third one. You know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, which was still kind of like the Cold War. You know, we had the wall up. There was the bad guys. We were the good guys. Rocky beat the Russians. You know how that works. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wolverines! Anyway, so my my last one, third, and again, guys, remember, this is a little salty. 
And if, you know, we were all spies, trust no one. That's number three. If someone said that to me, trust no one. Trust no one that they're going to have the same impact, the same attention to detail, the same heart that you're going to have for your career, for your music, for your creation. Nobody is going to do it like you do it. Nobody's going to be connected to it like you are connected to it. I've met artists that aren't even connected to what they do. It's just, oh, okay, I'll do this, and then tomorrow I'll do that, and then tomorrow I'll do this. And, and for some people, that works, right? That may be part of their personality for everything. But the thing is, is if you can't trust yourself, why would you trust somebody else with it? Right. Right? So trust nobody. Put your trust in yourself. That way, if you do succeed, you know who to congratulate. If you don't succeed, you know who to reprimand. You know, a lot of people like to put their trust or hopes, they hang it on someone else, so they have the opportunity to blame somebody else if it doesn't happen. Well, that's your fault. Well, you didn't, you know, you didn't tell me, you didn't tell me that I needed to put on a fresh set of strings before we went into the studio. You know, break them in a little bit, you know, but that's why the sound sounded, because you didn't tell, or you didn't tell me that I needed to turn my volume down and not record it you know, where everything was in the red. You didn't, you didn't tell me that. So this goes back to not everybody has your best interest at heart. And being an artist and being in the business are two different things, right? You could play real well. It doesn't mean that you record real well. That's something else. That's another skill set you have to learn. So don't trust anybody to tell you that. And as Chris pointed out, number two, mm-hmm. you know, in today's <clears throat> world... You're capable of learning all this stuff. My daughter hollers yep. at me all the time. I ask a question. Dad, just Google it. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that, nobody wants to answer questions. Like, in my day, you know, you, hey, does anybody know? No. And then you ask, does anybody know? Now, let me ask some. And then, you know, six people go by, and then somebody gives you a, a half-ass answer, <laughs> and you go, okay, that sounds good, until you're told differently. <laughs> now it's like nobody even wants to figure it out or even think about it. Just go Google it. <laughs> well, that means... You know, I, man. You know, it's funny, too, because, you know, continuing with what you were saying, as I've gotten older, I've also realized that, and I, I know this about myself, and, and you know, I'm, I'll definitely wave the flag of don't let anybody stand in your way. I've been really lucky to have only been in a handful of bands in my career. In every band I've been in, there's been a long career with every band. Now... Each band has had many member changes because if there's an issue, I go, listen, you want to be here or you don't, Uh, you know, we're not stopping because you're having issues or you don't want to play the same thing that we're playing and not in terms of music, just in terms of business. And I go, all right, you don't want to be here. Then don't be here. We're moving on without you. Like, I just don't have that. And I especially get like that as I've gotten older, I just don't have that kind of patience because like you had said in the beginning, you know, time's moving, whether we want to or not. So hmm. I don't want anybody to hold me back from doing what I love to do, this passion or this dream. And if you don't want to be there, then I'm either moving on without you or we're moving on and you need to leave. Yeah. I know some people will say, hey, listen, that sounds heartless. That sounds like, you know, there's no compassion at all. Well, you know, what led up to it? You're giving people the opportunity. You're not saying, listen, you're done. I don't even want to talk about it. You give them the option. Listen, you either want to do this or you don't. 
And it really does come down to that, to those two things. You either want to do it or you don't want to do it. I once said that to somebody who was coming in for an audition, like for the third time, and we gave them three chances for an audition, and there was excuses every time. And I says, listen, we can't force people to do it. They won't do it or not. This person flipped out on me. Like, I don't even know. I was like, do I know you? That you could talk to me like that? But that's the way it happened. And got all upset. Don't talk to me like that. You don't know what I want and what I don't want. I go, well, I don't know what you want and don't know what you do want, but I'm telling you from what I'm experiencing these past three times, you definitely don't want to do this. Right. So then why are you doing it? Because you're not only wasting my time, you're wasting your own time. You could be doing something else. I mean, I'm not forcing forcing you to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's members that I would have preferred, you know, hey, listen, I would have gone the distance with you if you just did your part. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we were trying to get rid of people. It's just that Oh, listen, I don't want to get rid of anybody, but you know, when you're when you start to cause dissension in the ranks and sure. there's, you know, there's issues and those issues are slowing the whole train down. Yeah. And then, you know, you get into that one little conversation or slash argument and you know that stuff comes out and you go, "Listen, if you're going to slow this down, then you probably should step off." Right. Because we're going to keep going. Right. And you know, and listen, this isn't just a me decision. It's always been a band decision, but I'm usually the first one that goes, what are we doing with, you know, this guy? What's going on? Because this is not working at right, all. Right. You know what I mean? So that's definitely one thing that I've learned through the years, uh, you know, in terms of um, just doing it, keep doing it, and don't let anybody stand in your way. Sure. Kind of, you know, kind of what you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, which goes back to, you know, you just, not everybody's on the same page. You can't expect everyone to have your best interest. And it's just not with music. It's everywhere, right? So it does say... Take some responsibility for yourself and what you're doing. Be aware of it. Don't just leave things, you know, you shouldn't be arbitrarily just doing something, especially when it, it comes to, say, your career, your creations, right? A lot of people have lost intellectual property because they've right. been ca- so carefree and put their trust in other people that they've lost they've lost a possible livelihood or security. Yeah. You know, the truth of the matter is a lot of this stuff is hindsight, right? Of course. It is what it is. Because if it wasn't for us not knowing these things and learning the things as we did, we wouldn't be where we are. Now, some could say, well, you'd be somewhere else, far better. At the same time, you could be far worse. We're not doing it at all. I know a lot of people. I know you know a lot of people that just don't do it anymore. Yeah. And I mean, again, that's a choice. Sometimes you just, things run its course. It's okay. But... That's a decision you make, but you shouldn't be bringing other people down with it. I think that's what you're kind of saying yeah, about to, the oh, decisions yeah, totally. that you yep. make. Yeah, 100%. And it's okay. Yeah. Everybody has the right to decide. If you don't want to do oh, it, that's fine. Yeah. But just that transition should be, listen, guys, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to bring you down. The stuff's too good. Whatever the case may be, I'll help you make the transition. I stick around to it. I mean, I've had members that, boom, they're just done. Like, yeah, you had, yeah. You had, yeah, yeah. You had tours set up, and they just quit. And it's like, you're just leaving them high and dry because you got a hiney ache. A true professional yeah. will go, listen, I'm going to, I'm giving you the notice. Here's where it's at. You guys are fully aware. I'll help, you know, finish off these shows, whatever the case may be. That's a true professional, especially when tempers are flaring or there's, you know, there he has goes. been some tension building up yeah. for quite time. And it happens. Yeah. It happens in all levels. So, and the thing is, is being that this is hindsight, there's the list could go on. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah. the list could yep. go on. I, somebody should have definitely told me, you know, hey, listen, you really need to 
to buckle down and really practice your your scales and your chops and understand theory better and and all this kind of that technical stuff that I didn't want anything to do it. I learned some chords. I'm going to be in a band and I'm going to write some music. <laughs> Crank it to ten, baby, and that's what I did. That's what I did, and, I, and the rest of it I learned on the fly. Do I regret that a little bit? Maybe, but I don't. Would I have changed it? Probably not. I mean, because yeah. I was playing pretty early on. I didn't play very well, but it didn't matter. I got now, to get now, I got to get dressed up, and I was on stage, and I was having a, yeah, I was just with an e, dung, 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 dung. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I had someone once make a comment. Oh, you guys just write an e and a. No, they were 100% right. You just don't say that. I was going to pop them in the skull. You know what I mean? What are you, insulting me? Right? But that's what I was playing then. That's what I'm playing now, baby. But I play it well. That's it. And that's all that matters, bro. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, this list could go on. You, you, We could probably spend hours going, wow, I wish somebody told me that. Well, I wish somebody told me that spandex weren't going to be around forever. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something I wish somebody would have you know I mean? told me. Hey, I wish somebody told me not to use that straightener on your hair. <laughs> and when they say leave on for 20 minutes, don't go, oh, I want to get it super straight. Leave it on for 40. <laughs> or, or, hey, listen, the hairspray and the eyeliner, it ain't going to be around long. Yeah. <laughs> And you're going to regret those Don't pictures. Don't put your ducks in that basket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I don't know. Listen, so wait, listen, because I want to add to that question. Who would you say? James was the name of the guy no, that gave this question? David, David. David, okay. So I want to add to David's question. So is there a bit of advice that you're glad you got? Oh, wow. One of the best pieces of advice I had ever received within the last 10 years is your music's always new to someone. Oh, that's a good one. And because of that, I got the George Lucas mentality that I will redo, <laughs> repackage, <laughs> re-release my material. I pull stuff from the shelf that if I wasn't happy with it, I'll redo it. I've pulled stuff from the 80s that I've done with this current band. I've songs that I polished off and I added to and I fixed up or we just completely modernized. I've taken stuff from like just bits and pieces and I go, you know what, I can now write a song for that or I can take this and that or, you know, the first couple albums this band's done, I actually, they've been pulled that you can't get them anymore. They're just, they were just the music was good. The production was complete. I'll be the first one to tell yeah, you. The production yeah. was just horrible. Simply because we had no idea what we were doing in the digital world at that yeah, time. Yeah, but yeah. But I, I practically redone, over the past seven years, practically have redone the first album and probably half of the second album. Um, and I've, yeah. you know, I've filled EPs with them. They've been bonus tracks. Why not? It's my stuff. I can do whatever I want. George Lucas oh, re-released Star Wars 500 times and each time made millions. So if he can do it, I can do it. I'm not making millions, but anyway, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. So it's it matter. your music is always new to someone. That was such an eye-opener to me because you come from the old yeah, model. Cool. You're like, well, I released that. I don't want to touch it no more. People are, it's like, oh, I already wore that dress. Yeah, yeah, that's a good okay, one. Okay, well, that's a good one. Well, Claire, wear it again, but this time, <laughs> change your shoes, put your hair up, put a bag over your face. 
<laughs> that dress is always new to somebody. So yeah, anyway, yeah, true. to me that Very was true. to me that was a uh, um, it changed the model a lot for me, and it opened up avenues of business strategy. Yeah, I was pretty I was pretty shocked at that. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Yeah, that's how, a good how one. How about you? How about you? Easy. There's always going to be someone that's better than you. Oh yeah. I thought it was going to be gro grow that beard earlier, but I got what you're saying. <laughs> Beards will be in. No, I, I do. <laughs> yeah. Because with that, it just makes you or makes me just try harder, you know, because there is going to be someone better than you. So you want to be the best that you can be doing what you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how I told you the story that, you know, I just wanted to play in a band. I learned a couple chords and I couldn't play to save my gunyones. But I made sure that I played with people that were better than me for two reasons. Yeah. One, so I could hide behind, and two, so I could get better. I wanted to That's learn. Right. It was 100%. like, like uh, not realizing it then, but I was creating coaches and mentors because I knew there was things that I wanted to do and learn, and I learned theory in a different way, and I learned chord progression and melody a different way than, like, you know, going to class and stuff like that, which, you know... Um, I did later on in life when, when I realized that I could sit in class and kind of somewhat learn from younger people. And I go, what? What, what did he say? <laughs> and then you realize you're actually tone deaf and 35% of your hearing's gone. You don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Let me see. What you write there? Okay, I got it. There's always somebody yeah, better, man. There is. There's always always somebody, somebody better. better. And, and, you know, being, and being surrounded, and I've been hugely uh, blessed by uh, constantly being surrounded by really really talented people so knowing that keeps me on my toes oh yeah you know I, oh yeah I, you know i i yeah and listen i'm not gonna lie i've i've you know there have been times that you know a band's gotten lazy but uh you know once you kind of get back into the swing of things you go yeah i, I need to kind of get back and step up right you know to, to catch up with the rest of the guys sure sure yeah you know because yeah, everybody's on a different level and, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. Um, change is only as strong as its weakest link. Oh, uh, it's right. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, yep. you know what I mean? If you only got a beard, get one. <laughs> I know back in the 80s, there was no hair. It was like it was, you know, you had to do baby face. All the hair was on your head. And, and as far no. as, yeah. And uh, everybody and their mother's got a beard or goatee or mustache. Stash That's because we're all know. lazy, man. You don't want to, you know, and the, and the price of blaze these days, <laughs> my God. Uh, you know what I'm bad, bro. Bad. Bad. It's real bad. 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 So there you have it, people. David, thank yeah. you so much for a fantastic question. Chris, thank you yeah, for adding you. to it. That's really cool. Oh, no problem. But like no I problem. said, that, that list could go on and on and on. We could have something different next week and the following yeah, that's week. That's true. true. And the next day. And the next day. <laughs> it's very and true. Next. Yeah, but uh, there you go. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. This is the Cosmic Voice. If you have a question, a topic idea, or something you want us to address, just contact us through our Facebook page at The Cosmic Voice or visit us at our official website, www.thecosmicvoice.com. You can listen to The Cosmic Voice at Spotify, Breaker, Apple, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and at thecosmicview.com. Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. 
Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.